is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. Superfly Hayes is our talented producer. He has a voice that was a gift from God. Thank you, Superfly. Inside this hour, Scoop Jackson, ESPN, Chicago.com, NBA Insider. We'll talk about the finals. Bush Light, huge question of the day. Who wins the NBA World Championship and how many games? Anthony Clark, one of our NBA playoff insiders from 96.1 The Game, sister station, Wood Radio. He'll join us in studio. I mentioned Scoop. Keith Langloy, Pistons.com. Monty Williams, I love that hire. Reportedly, the deal could be worth up to $100 million. Hey, Tom Gores didn't go with an assistant. Didn't go with the college guy. Brought in somebody who has won at certain levels, and Williams was shown the door by Ishbia in Phoenix, the former Michigan State player and mega donor in East Lansing, because he didn't win it all. Hey, you have Booker, you, they get Durant, you got to win it all. Think about that number. It could extend over eight years to 100 mil. So it's around that 12 million, if not a little bit more, and he's worth it. And the rest of the NBA coaches are saying, thank you, we're doing the full Monty. Thank you, you just raised the bar on coaches' salaries in the NBA. I love it. Come on, if he takes to the if he takes a Pistons to the playing tournament next year, he'll get a statue in Detroit right next to Joe Lewis and Gordy Howe and Bill Simonson. So we'll talk about Williams. We'll talk about the Nuggets and the Heat. And I mentioned our Bush Light huge question of the day: Who wins the ring and how many games? You can join us at one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across Michigan. Local decision makers, local team members, and a bank you can trust and depend on, which is more important than ever before. Good people at Mercantile Bank. So Monty Williams to the Pistons. Hey, they got jobbed in the lottery. Thought they might get number one. They got five. This Williams hire is fantastic. Now, again, is he an over-the-top guy? I don't know. 
He couldn't get Phoenix over the top, but there are different expectations with Ishmael. There is a part of me, and I'm trying to figure out who will be that next Phoenix coach. And people are asking me, oh, do you think Izzo's going to go to the NBA? And I said, no. He's got a preseason. I was looking at CBS Sports. Top 25 and one after Edie from Purdue decided to stay. And I'm telling you why the big man stayed. If you're a big guy, you have got to shoot the outside shot and be on the high offensive side. The old school days of somebody that dumped the ball down to turn on the block and score. No. And no one's going to take a lottery pick just to rebound. This is about a shooter's paradise called the association. So Edie's coming back. It's kind of like when you're looking at Hunter Dickinson and he got that big NIL money when he left Michigan for Kansas. I, I don't know where he fits in with the pro team. And who would ever thought 10 years ago we'd say that about guys who are seven foot and Edie's like what? Is he seven nine? I think he's close to eight feet tall. And he gets all the calls in the Big Ten, which, by the way, the Big Ten has some of the worst college basketball officials on earth. That's a state. And this is after all the in the draft, out of the draft decisions, NIL transfers, Michigan State preseason five. Kansas is number one with big Hunter Dickinson from Michigan. Yeah, a lot of hoops conversation right now with the NBA Finals. And when we talk hoops... I need to bring in the king of Hoops Media. Not the king of the court like LeBron, but the king of Hoops Media. Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. He joins us. Hey, before we get to the finals, your thoughts on Williams and the reported $100 million deal to take over as the Pistons head coach? You know what? I, I, I think it shows that Detroit is serious, um, that, you know, uh, they're not, they're tired of, you know, meandering around. Not in the Eastern Conference, but held in the Central Division, you know, uh, about being an afterthought. Uh, and that they have, you know, I think the necessary parts that are in place and are young enough for them to build around somebody like Coach Williams that can be impressionable on them and get them to a level of professionalism that at least in the next couple of years they may be able to, you know, be that eight seed that we're watching Miami you know, become right in front of our eyes, even though Miami's not necessarily an AC team, but they are one. And you've seen, you know, even with the play-in, they were able to make a run to the final. So um, not that we're putting that on the Pistons, but I think, you know, it shows that, hey, we, we like the core we have around us. The core is young. We need somebody to lead them until we get that on-the-court leader, you know, who could be the coach on the floor. But we need to be serious about who that leader is you know, directing these young men. And I think, you know, that's that's all there is to really say about that. And it's a beautiful thing because you don't see it a lot in sports. And it says a lot about the front office and the ownership to me uh, in Detroit because it does let you know that they're taking this thing seriously. That's why I've said about Draymond, and again, with Myers out with Golden State, maybe he's out because uh, they're going to go in a different direction. Maybe they're going to blow this thing up and, you know, keep Steph and move on and maybe Clay and, you know, Draymond with his Michigan State roots, his state of Michigan uh, upbringing in the Saginaw area on yeah. the east side. And he'd yeah. be the type of guy, man, if you if you threw him a deal and what yeah. he would bring. Yeah, I know his skills aren't the same they were, but he's been there, done that. 
He'd be fiery. He's that leader on the floor, uh, yeah. on the plane, in the locker room. When you know, because teams win when they have leaders. Yeah, you need a great coach, and we'll get to Riley and Spoelstra and what uh, they did in winning the East, and you know, saying, "Hey, we're not flying." to Miami, we're flying to Denver and told the team that before the game, which I think is awesome. But you need that leader, and that's what's missing from the Pistons. Yeah, they have great yeah, young talent. Nope, nobody has that young talent. Even even Memphis. Memphis was looking for a leader, and we talked about Ja last time, Scoop, but yeah. man, if they could get Draymond to come to Detroit to finish his NBA career, had, come on. Yeah, you and I had a conversation. We had a conversation about him coming there. You know, know. Um, and this is before the Monty Williams thing, but even if you add that to the you know, to the fold that you get Monty there and you get someone like Draymond there who, you know, is, is that, is, is that second voice, that secondary voice. And uh, until they figured out that, the, you know, particular lead player becomes a leader of the team, I think Draymond would be perfect. That would be the beautiful heaven and hell that the Pistons be, you know, and we're talking about a team that, what did they win? 17 or 19 games last year. I can't remember. But, you know, we're talking about just getting to possibly 29-30. Right now, that, that's the immediate goal. We got to get to twenty nine thirty game, and then a year after that, they're looking to get into that thirty five thirty eight conversation, because that at that point may get you close to being in the plane, and that's all you really want, you know. And then you know you figure out as it goes along. Yes, you got the fifth pick in the draft, you know, and there's no guarantee that the first four picks are going to be better than who you get the fifth pick, especially if that person fits into what you're trying to do. You start plugging in holes with young players about, all right, we have this, we had that. Like, you don't want a second, you know, Jaden Ivory. You don't want a second K Cunningham. You want somebody in the draft now that you haven't gotten to fill in that hole. You don't want, you know, you don't want another during. You know, you want somebody, all right, what are we missing from this young core? And then, like I said, you add a veteran like a Draymond that fills in a whole bunch of holes and not all of them. You know, but is, 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 is that voice? Is that mind? He will... He will teach them over the course of a season or two how to win the games that they are losing. And that becomes important, you know, when you're trying to get from, whatever, 17 to 30. And that's going to be important for you to get to 30 to 38. You know, so I I think it's all set up, but it goes back to what I said from the beginning. You have to respect the fact that they are, as an organization, taking this seriously. And that's what this first move with Monty is. It's like, no, we're serious. We're not playing around anymore. You know, it's going to take years for us to get to the rally and and and, and the Spolster stage. You know, uh, it's going to, and unless unless Kawhi Leonard falls in our lap or somebody like him, and this is going to take us a while to get to the Nick Nurse stage. You know, but for right now, in the money we're spending and the investment we're making on this particular guy, we're showing you that we are serious about making a turnaround with this organization. And, Bill, you've been around this as long as I have, probably longer. I'm not trying to put a date on you or anything, but probably longer. And you know this doesn't happen too often in sports. It really doesn't. His name is Scoop Jackson, ESPNChicago.com. Yeah. Man, I, I, I look at everything, and, you know, again, they're young. And you, you go Cunningham, Ivy. Uh, you look at Duran, you look at the, the fifth pick, which this isn't a real sexy NBA draft after the top coming up uh, in June, but I like where they're going. Duran is another guy. They got, they, I think they're the youngest team in the NBA, but they need a couple of veterans. We'll see what happens there. But a, a wonderful move by Tom Gore's, uh, the owner. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about 
uh, Miami. You know, I was just talking with Anthony Clark, another one of our NBA insiders who will join us later. And I'm like, you know, it, has Miami hit the wall? You know, I thought about that when they lost, um, you know, three in a row and then game seven, yeah. they they got it back. Uh, what, what, what are you feeling right now, your vibe on Denver and Miami in the NBA Finals? It's it, it's really simple to me, and I, I never thought about it that way. And I'm glad you said it because I now I have to rethink it whether they hit a wall or not. And that may be true. Maybe they hit a wall um, because of what they're doing and how numerically they were overachieving. Um, but that's a whole other thing. But right now, my answer is very easy to that. The first is it's a one and a one a. The one is Bam out of bow going to show up. Bam has not played any type of thing close to band basketball since game two of the Boston series. He has totally, like, disappeared. So if he shows up, we might have a series and Miami has a chance. But he has to show up, and he just has to show up. You know, and but the 1A in that is Jimmy Butler has to be consistent. You know, if, if you're that player and that dude on that squad, and, and you know, you're you, – you, you know the media is owning up to your owning owning your nickname more than you are being a there's a such thing as a playoff game. You can't have multiple games in series where you are you you also disappear. Where I don't want to say disappear, where you check out. And if you look at that series against Boston, he had three games in the seven game series where he wasn't really there, where he disappeared. And if you look at even that Knicks series, the last two games of that series, if that's not playoff Jimmy. That team is not built enough for him to not appear in almost every game of a series. So to me, that's the one and one A of how this series is going to go. If Bam does not show up in Bam form, you know, when we're talking about him the way we, we should be talking about him is one of the four best centers in the game which he has the capability of being on both ends of the floor and showing something to uh, Nikola that he hasn't seen yet, which he has the ability to do even after he played Anthony Davis, then they have a chance. And on top of that, Jimmy has to – Jimmy, we can give Jimmy one game. And it really depends on what that game is. When he's not playing, you know, that Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Michael Jordan – Robert Ory, Tim Duncan, Shaquille O'Neal, Kobe Bryant level. You know, we can't look at him and say, well, you know, he doesn't have the players around him. And he does. Jimmy knows that team relies on him to win games. He knows that it's on him, him, only him, as to whether they're going to not only win series but win games against teams at this level. So he can't have another, you know, seven for 25 or five. You know, he can't shoot under 40. Three percent in games, and he can't have to have games, closeout games, or games where they need to win, where he only takes twelve shots. You know, he can't check out. He can't do that in this series. And the problem with that is that we've actually seen both of those things happen over the last two series, and Miami is still standing. But against this team, none of that can happen here. Scoop Jackson, ESPN, Chicago.com, NBA insider, one of the best in the business, talking NBA finals. We just discussed Monty Williams as a new Pistons head coach. You know, Jimmy Butler, you, you talk about a guy who has skyrocketed off this postseason. 
and this playoff run, uh, the, the dude is just money. It's, it's amazing to watch him. And I know in our conversation with a lot of different people that I've had in the last couple of weeks are like, where did this guy come from? And I wouldn't say I've been in Chicago. So I've been able to watch him since he was in Milwaukee and watch him do what he did here in Chicago and build up, build up his resume under Tom Thibodeau. And while I'm, I'm not really, I, did you say amazing or whatever words you use to describe him? Um, to me, it's equally frustrating. You know, because to me, we talk about this dude as if he has at least one ring on his finger, which he doesn't have. You know, we to me, I think Jimmy is an amazing player, but I, you know, I don't want to say we in the media tend to overvalue. I think we're overfascinated by him, but what he does at times. You know, I'm not gonna say he's as inconsistent as a, a Jason Tatum or 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 James Harden. You know, um, or as we've seen, you know, as an Embiid or hell, even somebody else who's showing a little bit of inconsistency, but maybe not to their level as a um, Devin Booker. But let's not get on this thing where Jimmy. Butler is great and fascinating, and he's a you know amazing this that, and the other. And one, he he ha- he doesn't have one yet, and two, he still shows inconsistencies in trying to get that. You can't again, man. I'm not. I'm. I agree with you. There, there's fascination there, but there's also frustration because he needs to be consistent because that's what greatness is all about. I don't care what we. You can have one good that and the other, and that makes you good, but. The goats and the greats are determined by consistency, man. And especially if you're that dude on that team. And, Bill, you notice know because you are in Detroit. You watch the model, the, the, the straight-up model of great consistency in Chauncey Billups. He didn't have to do what Michael Jordan did. He didn't have to do with Shaq and Kobe. You know, he had to, but, damn, if he wasn't consistent. Damn, if he wasn't dependable. Damn if he didn't know where he was going to get. And damn if he, and he also understood the same thing that Jimmy understands, but Jimmy's just not consistent doing it, that this team rises or dies in playoff series on how I play. So I hear you. Yes, he is fascinating. But for me, somebody who's watched him since he got into the league, is over the years become frustrating. Because you know what he's capable of, and for him not to do it consistently, it, it, it's frustrating. Scoot Jackson, ESPN Chicago. So uh, before I let you go, how many games? You know, I'm thinking Denver. I, sometimes the rest is good for you. Sometimes it takes away your mojo. Miami sky high after winning game seven in Boston. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sitting here going back and forth. How, how do you bet against the Heat right now? But I, I kind of feel Denver in six. Yeah, if I had to put a number on it, I'm probably leaning closer towards that. But once again, everything in my mind falls on what I just got through talking about. You know, if we look at games one and two and it's on the road and, like, Bam has, you know, 15 and eight and gets in foul trouble or, you know, Bam Bam basically is not scoring 20 and, 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 and defending Djokovic at a high level, then this thing could be over in three. <laughs> you know, they may not even want to even play the, the fourth game, you know. So, hey, I, I, I'll say this. I think that Denver is going to come into this thing and the rest is only going to work against them in the first quarter. Only because I think they have been waiting as long as any team has to win the championship. In their minds, I think 
they've had these championship dreams and aspirations realistically for at least four years. You know what I'm saying? But it's been injuries for the most part that in their minds has stopped them from holding up the, tri- the crown. This is the first time they've actually been healthy. So I think the rest is going to take away that anxiety that they would have come into a game had they, you know, had Miami swept Boston. They would have been so anxious to get out there because they, we've been waiting on this, waiting on this, waiting on this. I think this rest actually has helped them to calm down and get back to a sense of normalcy. Like, oh, no, no, we're good now. We got the angst out in practice. You know, we know this has been four years, but now we can treat this, you know, as, as a separation from everything else. This isn't really us four years getting into it, so that anxiety is gone. This is us just going up against a team who is trying to make history as an AC and, and get to the finals, and we'll be damned if we don't let that happen on our watch. You know, so I think they'll settle after the first quarter. And once they settle, if Miami's not playing some of the best basketball they played so far in these playoffs, and to your point, like you said earlier, if they have not yet hit a wall, if having to go seven the way they did against Boston does not force that wall to hit them early, you know, then they got a chance to do something. But if it does, you know, I, I think six is a safe number, if not five. I think six is a safe number. So I, I, I'll align with you and go six. But don't ask if I had money put on put on. Man, you, you aligned with me and also called me an old man all in the same interview, Scoop. I, <laughs> I'm, old, I'm, and, old, I'm old man. Too. And we're we, friends. We're friends, friends from old school Slam magazine days back right, in Chicago. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we go. We, we go back. We go back like you know. Old um, school. We're like at my. I tell you, in the Last Dance, there should have been an episode about you and me. <laughs> 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 no, nah, man. We go back like Derek White hairline. Man, we go back back. Man, we're <laughs> like we're like McCartney and Jackson. We're like uh, Ebony and Ivory. I mean, we're. We we are we're we're like a we're like a duo one of the greatest duos ever in media history. I don't know if I'd put McCartney and Jackson as right. one of the greatest duos in history. Kiss me to brow, you baby. Kiss I gotta go McHale. I'll, I'll go Bird and Magic. Bird and Magic. There you go. I'll go <laughs> Bird and Magic. Michael and Paxson. Michael yeah, and Steve go. Kerr. Tony Kukoc. I'm like Tony Kukoc. You're MJ. <laughs> hey Day back at the stadium. No, 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 no. I'm more, I'm more like Scotty. I'm going to hate on the whole thing later. Oh, no, Scotty <laughs> saying that Michael wasn't that good. What the? My first thought was, my first thought when I heard Scotty Pippen say that about Jordan, did he fall down some stairs or something? And, yeah, Scotty, that's a, uh, you know, you know what bothers me, and I know we can get off after this, but the thing that bothers me the most is, and Scotty's a, a good friend of mine, I love Scotty, but I'm really disappointed in this. The thing that bothers me is if you really felt this way, and you harbored these feelings, you know, after you got through playing, why the hell did you ask Michael to introduce you in, in, into the Hall of Fame? See, that's my problem. Is we, that if you really, really felt that way about what was going on while you were playing, he wouldn't have been the person that you asked to introduce you into the Hall of Fame. But he asked Michael to introduce you in the Hall of Fame. And that's the greatest, greatest, greatest moment in professional career. And the dude that you had all those problems with back then, you know what I'm saying? All those problems back then, you still found a way to have him. Hi, Scoop. I think I'm I'm losing you. We got a bad connection. We'll talk later, Scoop. I think he was probably driving through. Does Chicago have any tunnels? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> uh, it's that white noise, man. I'm telling you. 
Superfly, that was on his end. It wasn't on our end. We don't take it. No, we're good. The interview is over. Let's scoop now that we just had bad connection on the phone. We're good. I got, I got a busy show. I, I got to talk about a major announcement that happened earlier today. Have an Andal Arena that the GLI, the Great Lakes Invitational, just signed a four-year deal to stay in downtown Grand Rapids at the freezer on Fulton, as they call it, when they lay down the ice. Michigan State and Michigan Tech, and we have listeners on the game 730 AM in Lansing and also on WMPL 107.3 and AM 920 in Houghton-Hancock, Calumet. Uh, They just signed a four-year deal with Rich McKeegan uh, and the crew earlier today uh, in downtown Grand Rapids, or they made the announcement they got the deal done previously before the holiday, but that's good news. And I think Ferris and Alaska are going to be in it in December this year, along with Michigan State and Michigan Tech. Those two teams will be in it every year, and there's going to be teams rotating in like Ferris, Notre Dame, Western, Northern Michigan for our UP listeners. So that's pretty good stuff. This was uh, Rich McKeegan uh, earlier, and he is the man behind and overseas, Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. About a four-year deal uh, with a GLI at Van Andel Arena. Thank you and appreciate everyone being here. Uh, obviously, West Michigan is a great hockey community. Uh, that's undisputed. Uh, and I think last December that was evidenced uh, by great fans enjoying great hockey, spectacular games for the GLI. Um, we're also really, really pleased to have this four-year commitment. Uh, this is going to allow fans to make plans. They know when their teams are playing. They know where their teams are playing. And to experience what we think is going to be one of the best collegiate experiences regardless of sport, for athlete, for f- fans, for staff, and for participants, players, athletes. Grand Rapids is looking forward to hosting them. Moving this tournament took a lot of work. Our ASL, ASM Global team did an awful lot to get this done. West Michigan Sports Commission have played a significant role, not just in getting it done, but will continue to play a major role moving this forward. And most importantly to me, uh, the MSU and Michigan Tech, their hockey programs, uh, coaches uh, Cheyenne and Nightingale, their athletic departments, and specifically Suzanne Sarnregret as tournament chair. Change takes courage, and courage often is rewarded. Uh, we look forward to sharing in the rewards of this courageous move to move this tournament to Grand Rapids. Our plan is to have pre-sales in September through the Schools and Alumni Association, programs, uh, or, or excuse me, alumni programs, and then shortly thereafter on sale to the general public. And once all the details are set, they'll be available on our website, vanandelarita.com. And that was Rich McKeegan, again, the man who oversees Van Andel Arena, uh, DeVos Performance Hall and DeVos Place in downtown GR. We'll hear from all four coaches who will have teams in the 2023 Great Lakes Invitational at GLI of Andal Arena in December. That will be on tomorrow's broadcast. And the Michigan Tech AD will tell us a story on how they came to a new four-year deal with Rich and Andal Arena. That will be coming up here before the end of the hour. Uh, we also have our Bush Light huge question of the day. Who wins the NBA Finals, Nuggets or the Heat, and how many games? You can drop your huge opinion, 1-866-838-4843.
That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. And also on our social networks at HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Hey, it's Brett with the Michigan Sports Network. It's time to step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings Casino. Play the classics like blackjack, roulette, and slots. Plus, enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else. Right now, new customers who deposit at least $5 can get a match on their first deposit and score up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. All you have to do is sign up, select the offer of your choice, and start playing from a whole variety of games. Your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online, on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable so you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download the DraftKings Casino app now, sign up with promo code HUGE, and get a match on your first deposit of $5 or more, up to $2,000 in casino bonus funds. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code HUGE. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, Michigan only, one per opted-in customer. Minimum $5 deposit, max match $2,000. Deposit and bonus amount require 15 times playthrough within 30 days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice. Restrictions apply. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. He's been the managing partner at Bean Garter for years. He helped grow that firm with the great men and women who are there every day in downtown Grand Rapids working hard for their clients. Well, now Bean Garter has officially merged with Dorn Mayhew, a Detroit-based business company, and they're still going to have that local feel, the same local experts you know and trust, but with newly expanded global capabilities. So Bean Garter is becoming Dorn Mayhew, which means stronger than ever before. And stronger together is that hashtag you can remember now as Bean Garter becomes a Dorn Mayhew firm. But remember, they'll still have that local feel in Grand Rapids and across the state. Dorn Mayhew is a Michigan-based company in Troy. But that local feel with a global reach. And Tom Rosenbach wanted me to express to every client and individual listening that Bean Garter now is a Dorn Mayhew firm. Perfectly prime steaks, handcrafted cocktails, warm hospitality, Roots Chris Steakhouse, coming soon to Soaring Eagle Casino Resort. This isn't just any dining experience, it's an unparalleled steakhouse experience, where USDA prime beef is cooked to perfection, and your last bite is as good as your first, all with a sign of Roots' legendary hospitality. Roots Chris Steakhouse, coming soon to Soaring Eagle Casino Resort, your getaway reimagined. Drive for a cause at Mini on the Mac on August 4th and 5th. Hundreds of Mini Cooper owners will come together at the world-famous Mackinac Bridge. You can register now at MiniOnTheMac.com to be a part of this one-of-a-kind event. That's MiniOnTheMac.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
are back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. I know we have a great affiliate, Houghton Hancock. I've made a couple of those 12-hour trips from Grand Rapids up to Houghton Hancock, Calumet. Every time I go up there, it's beautiful weather in the 40s. Usually late fall, I'm looking at the shoreline, the painted rocks. And then when I come back, I don't see ground and I'm in a blizzard all the way until Cadillac, like both times. But great people. Uh, Michigan Tech University is such a cool place. And what they have to offer and just the atmosphere in Houghton, Hancock, Calumet. I know they call it copper country, but it's God's country uh, to me. And in a moment, Suzanne Sandregret is VP of Athletics, uh, Athletic Director slash uh, Change in the Mission of Michigan Tech when it comes to hockey and a location for the Great Lakes uh, Invitational. She joins us in studio earlier today. She was with Rich McKeegan and the crew just across the street here in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena for the official announcement of the new four-year deal for the GLI, the Great Lakes Invitational, which is one of the most prestigious hockey invitationals at the college level in North America that it will stay in Grand Rapids for the next four years after a rousing year one. And we were there last December. Michigan Tech uh, is well known for hockey. If you you ever want to experience an unbelievable atmosphere, go to Houghton, uh, go to a Tech hockey game. And they like to tangle with Northern Michigan once in a while. Northern will be part of the future rotation with Notre Dame, Alaska, Ferris State, Michigan Tech, Michigan State this year. Uh, Western in the rotation, so it's really good stuff. And Suzanne, you know, Sam Regret uh, from Michigan Tech joins us in studio. How you doing? I'm doing great. What an exciting day for college hockey. It is. And you were, like I said, about five hours ago, a couple blocks away of Andal Arena. Let's talk about the path on how the GLI went from Detroit to Van Andel Arena and how after one run with the GLI, it became a four-year deal. Well, I think uh, during the COVID years where we didn't have a tournament and then we did home sites, uh, we started thinking about the administrators and the coaches between Michigan Tech and Michigan State. You know, maybe we need to change this. Maybe we need to find a new location. And, of course, Grand Rapids and Van Andel uh, has hosted college hockey before, um, maybe not the great right time of year or maybe not the right teams or whatnot. But um, working with Van Andel, they it clearly became that they were very interested in giving this a shot around this time of year, the holiday season between Christmas and New Year's in a growing city, a city where so many of our alums are, are located now. And uh, we gave it a shot last year in 2022. It exceeded all of our expectations uh, in terms of attendance. You know, we were coming off of not having a July for two years, moving to a new venue, new, moving to a new city, not having one of our longtime partners uh, in the tournament. And with Michigan State, Michigan Tech, Ferris State, and Western Michigan, it really was a great turnout. We were really happy with it and look, immediately started thinking about the future. And I think it's great for the game of hockey to have a four-year deal. It's great for Michigan Tech and Michigan State to have a four-year deal, and I think Van Andel and Grand Rapids, too. So we can really start developing... Um, amenities, more amenities for our athletes and our coaches and, of course, the fans and really get maybe a local organizing committee and the sports commission involved and really make it quite a a two- or three-day event, must-see event for our fans. It's a holiday hockey tournament, and the Tech fans, they travel, and I know that through, you know, being on WMPL here the last seven years. They will travel. They follow. It's an unbelievable experience. I think I hosted a 
Veterans Day uh, promotion inside uh, the hockey uh, rank and uh, just really good people and they traveled down it was loud and for year one and after that two years which the pandemic uh, a lot of people had to hit the reset button on doing business not only in the sports world but day-to-day living schools small businesses life it all changed and and I didn't know what would happen in year one of it and, and I know we set up a couple live broadcasts with our friends from Ferris State University and just to feel it Man, you could you could feel it in the building, and even Rich McKeegan uh, from Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall and DeVos Place uh, stopped by and said, "Man, this is this is cool." And he's a Canadian at heart. <laughs> he is. So you know he's got a you know he's got a love of hockey uh, in his blood, but also uh, he knows when something has a chance to really build into an annual event, and I think that's where the four year deal is opening it up. But like I said, the rotation you get Alaska. And this year, which is great, you know, visibility for Grand Rapids, yep. you know, it is. and you have Northern Michigan will come down. That would be awesome. And Northern and Tech hook up. They they have a lot of friendly rivalries in sports. Right? Yeah, it is. the It is the Great Lakes Invitational, which is why we're trying to focus on teams in and around the Great Lakes area. Um, but that, that Lake Michigan uh, feeder <laughs> school, all the, all the, that, that water line all the way to Alaska. All, yeah, that, that one didn't quite mix. But uh, you, you got to mix we were, schedules, though. You got to find how schedules uh, work and how if they can be a part of the GLI. Well, and I think now college hockey, we're scheduling so many years out that it was difficult to find a, a 2023 um, a perfect opponents just because of our lateness in terms of. Uh, creating a deal but just so excited about the commitment from rich and his team and the sports commission and um, i think it's just really great for college hockey michigan tech as you said uh college hockey is it this is our super bowl you know college hockey for us division one it is our division one sport so it really is a big deal the tournament is a huge deal for our alumni for our university and we're just excited to bring it to an area where i know all of our alumni base is growing uh, Suzanne Samagret is VP of Athletics at Michigan Tech University. For our friends listening on our longtime affiliate, WMPL 107.3 and AM 920, Houghton Hancock, Calumet, Hockey's King at all levels, youth, high school, uh, Michigan Tech. It, it's just a really cool. I remember when we did the Hockeyville thing, uh, the broadcast out there in Calumet yep. uh, with the Wings and the St. Louis Blues. Very cool event. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, we're located in the UP of Michigan, just across the lake is summer's, Canada. Summer's so a three day weekend. Enjoy actually, it. We are. I know we're, we're having summer right now. It's, is it eighty? It's it ninety. Eight? We're matching our temperatures today. So. It's ninety up in Hone Hancock. Yes, and I'm a little nervous that I'm Do missing they have camels going up and down the street right now. Is might, that the new desert? That might, that might ninety in Hone Hancock. We're matching temperatures yesterday and today. And I'm here missing it all. The beautiful weather, I'm going to miss summer now. Well, at 90, at <laughs> 90 uh, do people even put clothes on at Hold Hancock when yeah, it's 90? I don't know. <laughs> then, mean, again, then again, people are in their bathing suits when it hits 45 in, in April. Yeah, so. I mean, ice fishing becomes, you just jump those, they become swimming holes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? exactly. That's what, that's what but, they do you know, at Hold Hancock. You talk, about, you talk about the importance of hockey, and I, I think in, our, in the UP, it is huge, Copper Country. You know, you you were at the the armory and the Coliseum for call it uh, and Calumet, right? Uh, and Calumet, and just it's a really important fabric in our community. I think about our tech hockey games when we sell out at just over four thousand. That's about twenty five percent of our population. There's towns like turning off the light because they're all at the game and they turn it back on when they when they get home after the game. So it's a big deal. Michigan tech hockey is is a really important um, part of our campus and our community. But Suzanne, what I love about this GLI for your partnership, and even going back to year one uh, in 2022 in December at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, 
you bring in the other schools. This just isn't about Michigan Tech. Most people outside of looking at press releases or our conversation today, you allow all the schools to have ownership and embrace it who are going to be a part of it. And this fall, actually in December, closer to winter, uh, Michigan Tech, Michigan State will always be in it uh, through the four-year deal, 2026. Ferris State and Alaska this December at Van Andel Arena, 2024, Michigan Tech, Michigan State, Western Michigan, and Northern Michigan, 2025, Tech, Michigan State, Miami of Ohio, which they get a little Lake Erie. They cover the Great Lakes Invitational. There's a, Ohio is connected Lake Erie. It is. It we, is. You, 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 you have that covered. There. We, we still have to go back to Alaska. We're, uh-huh. we're, we're redoing a map right now. Superfly Hayes, my producer, is doing a map that shows. <laughs> actually, the other side of Lake Michigan is Fairbanks, Alaska. And we're just going to call it that right for now. One, for one year only. People are going, wow, it's nice. What's on the other side? Milwaukee? No, no, no. Look to your right. That's Fairbanks, <laughs> Alaska. Um, and then the fourth year of the deal will be Michigan Tech, Michigan State, Notre Dame, and Western Michigan. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, I no, think we have a really great lineup. It was it was so well done, uh, and I know hockey is in the blood of everybody uh, in the UP, and especially Houghton Hancock County Met area. I just I love that place, not because we have an affiliate, just the people. Yeah, and I think the GLI too, starting in 1965 with John McGinnis, legendary hockey coach. Uh, you know, he really wanted to bring a presence to the downstate area for alum, our alumni. In 1965, he also wanted to grow the game in the United States, which is why he wanted to have a, a premier tournament to, to highlight those collegiate programs. And so this will be the 57th annual. I think that's a really long run, a lot, a really good run. And I'm really excited for the next four years just with how we can even grow it even more. Great work with Rich McKeegan. I will tell you, knowing Rich, <laughs> my 20-plus years here, uh, upfront, genuine, uh, he is who he uh, is, and I know he he loves doing things out of the box. So instead of just a Kenny Chesney or Chris Stapleton show like tomorrow night, this means a lot to him and his team, Hillary and Allison and everybody uh, there, Calvin. It's awesome. I, it's so good to have you in studio. I know I ran into you last time I was uh, up at uh, Michigan Tech. Suzanne Samagret, VP of Athletics at Michigan Tech, with a big announcement, the new four-year extension of the Great Lakes Invitational. Uh, college hockey at its best at Vandal Arena. And those tickets pre-sales will happen in September. Thanks for popping in. Thank you for having me, and uh, just awesome to represent Michigan Tech. I love Tech. They're good people up there. Thanks Thank for you, all Suzanne. the great words. Yeah, Suzanne Samagret, and I might have said her name four or five different ways during the interview, <laughs> but we'll, we'll deal with it. it. You I got, got it. it yeah. Enough. Oh, look, there's Fairbanks right across it from Ludington. Yeah. You could take the Badger right <laughs> over to Fairbanks. I love it. Uh, Callers online, stick around. Michigan, we'll hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the 
the huge show and X's and bros, or just text golf to 21,000 to enter. That's golf to 21,000. The trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf, all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light. So grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times. Always enjoy responsibly. Copyright 2023 Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All rights reserved. Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing Company, LTD. We play for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.